1: wars fans welcome back uh it is matt you know here ez is out unfortunately today i know we're beginning the book of boba fett but ez is out just for this week um i don't know if i can officially say what he's doing if he wants me to (laughs) but i guess i'll just kind of tease it a little bit ez is uh tying knots okay i think i can i think i can just leave it at, at at that I don't know if he's tying <laughs> one knot or how many knots he's tying but I think that that that'll kind of uh tell everyone what he's doing where he's at but Ryan is here he is joining me today Ryan how you doing man doing well thanks for uh, having me on I'm I'm uh, happy I could fill in
2: for for Ez wishing him all the best out there
1: yeah absolutely so uh book of boba fett is here long anticipated i mean man you know, this this year, um, you know, it's like once when Mandalorian ended, Mandalorian season two ended, it was such a high it was like such a high because the ending of Mandalorian season two is just absolutely insane. It's amazing. Definitely. It's, it's so phenomenal. And then it was like, hey, we get this teaser that we're going to get a Boba Fett, Fett thing. And nobody we didn't really know what it was. And we were like, is it going to be a movie? Is it going to be like a show? And once honestly, I saw WandaVision and we saw um, what are the, what's one of the other ones, Captain or Falcon, Winter Soldier, and then Loki, and stuff like that. Now we've seen the Disney Plus formula that they're using, mm-hmm. which is this like, hey, it's gonna be a little mini series, mini seasons, six, seven episodes. Um, because they had announced all of these Star Wars shows like Obi-Wan and Boba Fett and, uh, we're getting a a Ahsoka thing and all of these things. And so now we get it. It's this sort of shorter, compact, uh, little mini seasons or whatever. And this is the first Star Wars one outside of the Mandalorian. So it's super cool, super excited for it. Uh, and we got episode one today, uh, episode one is called, uh, what was it? What was it actually called? Stranger
2: in a strange land.
1: Yeah. Stranger Str- in a, yeah. in a, in a strange land. And, um, yeah, so I watched it early this morning cause I was off work cause we get, we're on a, we're on a snow day, um, at work and we'd seen about like a million sort of little teasers and it was like a lot of the same footage and everyone's like, mm-hmm. oh, this is all just footage from episode one and it kind of even i thought maybe we'd seen so much of the episode who knew what we were actually gonna get but uh then it just it got going we saw boba fett in the back the tank we did Mm -hmm. some timeline jumping back and forth right with the um well leaving him uh episode six when he's in the sarlacc and so we got to see him actually in the sarlacc uh, pit coming out of it i thought that was super cool um i love that they did a little flashback to Camino even and his mm-hmm. dad losing his 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 the head helmet, yep yeah and and him and him picking up the helmet so i thought that was awesome and then we sort of jumped right in right he gets we saw how what happened he gets picked up by the jawas he gets his armor stolen which is how Cobb vanth gets it in uh, Mandalorian uh, season two, right when we see Cobb Van right. with 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 his armor, it's also explained in one of the one of the books. I always forget which one. Um, yeah, yeah. Comment <laughs> he here. Yeah, yeah. Those Jawas are quick uh, to snag that to snag that gear. So, um, yeah, so we we see that, and then it's kind of jumping to today, right? He's on the throne, and he is. And he's with Finnick, and they're just moving quick. People are coming in, they're paying tribute. And then the mayor, right, sends sends somebody, and we find out, oh no, <laughs> he's asking for for payment. So we've already seen like we've got some kind of confrontation yeah. going forward. And I'm guessing that's the character we see in all the trailers where they bring forth that that guy in the red we see, we've see we seen all the action scenes of Finnick chasing him down capturing him and then we're going to be going in I'm theming, assuming with with that guy talking to the mayor and telling him uh what's up and then Boba gets kind of injured in the fight they go back he gets in the back of the tank and then we shift back to his time with the Jawas we saw he was at Aaron no, excuse me the the, the Tuscan Raiders and he tried to break out of prison. He gets attacked <clears throat> by that big creature. He ends up taking it down and then they give him, you know, a, a cup of water. Cause we did see him in Mandalorian. Um, we did, we did see him in, in Mandalorian. So with, with them. So it seems like he, he works his way in with these people and sort of, and sort of goes along with them. He, um so I really enjoyed
2: the episode. I was fired up for it. I've been anticipating it for a while. My focus had been on some other other content uh, elsewhere, and now I'm that's done, so I can focus full on uh, with Book of Boba Fett. I am really encouraged by how much. I guess you could say callbacks. We had a ton Mm. of callbacks to not only to the originals and the prequels, uh, but, but even to, to some of the TV shows that you elaborated on. Uh, So I, I don't know if that was just something they're going to do in this episode as a way to hook viewers in. I don't think they need to do that. I think star Wars has a big enough base that are going to come in but if you know if we see things like that throughout this whole season and and the series if they go beyond just one season will be really fun and i think it's important and you see that in the marvel uh content that they're putting out with with the tv shows drawn on movies and, and characters and things like that i think we might get a lot of easter eggs callbacks i mean when he takes down the for lack of a better term, the desert centaur. Centaur. I can't right. say that. Right. Yeah.
1: I'm. My... I'm sh- centaur. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll. I'll look that creature up too to see if it's. I'm. Sh- if it sh- it's. That seems like it's one of those things. Dave Filoni and John Favreau love pulling from deep in in mm-hmm. Star Wars, and I'm sure that that creature has appeared at you know in some point, but I. I don't particularly remember yeah. it. It made me think of Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Noro. Right. Goro, right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So,
2: uh, but yeah, so I'm, I'm fired up. I, I'm excited they did a really good job of, they kept this episode calm with a little bit of, you know, we had some, we had some scenes of concern. We had some moments of, of, you know, I don't know where they're going to go with this. You know, when he's, when he's going out into the desert before they run into that sent. Uh, to that, that that creature, and he's like, "You got to dig." I I thought, are they making him dig his own grave? Is he about to just bust out here? So, and I, you know, and, and, and just through the whole episode, there was so much because we don't know, we don't have a lot of what we, what to expect in this. So I, I'm excited. It 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 did really well for me, and I'm I'm I don't think it can go anywhere from up. I I see right. some people are kind of worried that maybe it's you know they're little. Tense about something new like this, and maybe it's world building too big, but I think it's going to be fine. And I think, like you said, Dave Filoni and and uh, Robert Rodriguez directing maybe all the season. I I think you said earlier that he's doing the whole season. I don't think that up. Yeah. I'm not worried that this is going to fail because they did really well with Mandalorian. They've done really well with Bad Batch. We saw Rebels succeed. Everybody loves Clone Wars, and those are older generation shows. They're not new. This, to disney plus but um you know i think the core is is still all
1: the same so um yeah so i the, am fired so, up yeah so the directors, is robert robert rodriguez directed three of the seven john favreau mm-hmm. um dave filoni and then um hold on well this can't this can't you can't have this many because this is it's seven episodes and they, they make it seem like there's like they've hold on so robert rodriguez did three John Favreau, Bryce Dallas Howard, Dave Filoni, Steph Green. Oh, I guess that's right. And Kevin uh, Tancharian. I'm unfamiliar with um, that person. Um, he did. Oh, he looks like. I don't know what he what he did. Anyway, um, so th- those are the people who have directed episodes. Now, Bryce Dallas Bryce Dallas Howard, obviously, she directed. Um, she's directed a handful of episodes of of the mandalorian obviously her dad's ron howard and he directed Mm -hmm. he worked on solo and you know he's directed like some of the biggest movies ever and she's been in like jurassic world and stuff like that as an actress so Mm -hmm. obviously she's she's fantastic yeah so she's got
2: great pedigree
1: yeah yeah, exactly um i mean the yeah i'm not i'm not worried about it at all because to me you know i i think about this too with with sort of comparison to You you know, you think about the the stuff they're doing with Marvel, I for me, none of none of these many things since they've started because the Mandalorian is like bigger. And it's like the all these other things too have felt like little smaller projects. Right. None of them to me have felt like have felt weak or a a failure, even 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 close for me. I think my least favorite of this whole past year was probably like Falcon Winter Soldier. But I'm just like not as Mm -hmm. into those characters, I suppose. But I mean, both this Boba Fett thing is the first of first one of these mm-hmm. Star Wars ones. And uh yeah, I mean it's so far, it's so good. Got, got some comments here, dive into these real quick. Uh evening all saw a book of Boba Fett earlier, a solid base to build on. Hopefully, the redo of the Geonosis scene was a bit strange. Why go through all that expense? There might be more to come. I definitely think so that they that they showed that. Um also remember the bad batch. We see Geonosis, right? destroy yeah. Well, no, not spoilers Geonosis. Well, yeah. we saw yeah, uh, we see Camino first, Camino. and then that's what I meant. And yeah. then we and then we do the Geonosis scene. Yeah. But I don't think it was a redo, was it? I thought it would I thought they just pulled it straight from the movie. The only thing that I'm recalling from
2: from Geonosis is just where he's in the sand in the in the fighting pit reaching right. out like he's kneeled, knelt down and he's reaching out for the helmet was there anything else um no i, I don't i
1: don't i don't think yeah. they re i don't think they redid that i to me i thought that was the I've camino stuff the looked camino looked different yeah or new um but they didn't they just showed you know like the ship and the and the,
2: and the waves yeah
1: but geonosis <clears> where he's holding <throat> where he's holding the um where he's <laughs> holding the the helmet looks different. Yeah, as is uh as is out uh today. Uh just got reading, reading some of the comments here. Yeah, as uh as as is out today. So Ryan's filling in for as uh I got some more comments here. Poor saying creature, probably the last living one just protecting her water eggs. LOL. <laughs> I know that seems like something they're going for, right? With these uh uh here we go. Boba looking at the helmet was was a reshoot. Okay, I didn't okay. know that. I to me I I guess I was watching it earlier this morning. Let me pull on. I want to I want to pull that up. Take a look and, at it again and ju- and just take and just take a look because um I guess I didn't even notice the difference. I thought it to me it was it seemed like it was straight from <clears throat> straight from the episode uh episode two. Look at Boba Fett. Hold on. I'm gonna I'm gonna take a, I'm gonna take a look here. <laughs> let's just take a look here, shall we? It's like right in the first, it's right in the first few seconds.
2: Yeah. Well, you're, uh, well, you're pulling that up. Uh, Anyone in the comments uh, that's watching, if you have any info on that large creature, Matt was just talking about, we were, we were wondering if that was in any of the comics or, or any of the deep knowledge, star Wars uh, lore. We
1: just, nothing came to mind for either of us. This might not actually work because Disney sometimes has some weird stuff for you. Um, I mean, l- I'm looking at it here. I don't know, man. It looks. I mean, this is different. This zoomed in shot, I think, is different. I mean, it would, I mean, what a great thing! I mean, this is. I mean, this is right out of episode two. I mean, this. So, yeah, I don't know why they. I guess maybe they are going to do more if they did. If they did reshoot it, just to show us that one. That one little thing that's interesting that is that is interesting that means maybe we maybe we are because we don't we actually i think maybe they um oh and he's double has and he's double credited wow okay (laughs) i wonder um i'm trying to remember in clone wars if we ever see what happens with with boba
2: with boba um i'm trying to recall the scene now so they all flee out of there because they're they're chasing everyone down right the you know the, the camera once once they wrap up there now they're they're outside the fighting pits and there uh,
1: we don't we don't see it we don't see an attack of the yeah. clones i think i think clone wars goes i think clone, wars oh, clone goes wars. On to right okay. yeah. yeah i think i think clone i think clone wars goes on to um uh, to show us what we have. I know that at one point we see, I know that at, at one point we see, um, we see like Boba in, in there. And I think we're going to, and I think we're going to see Boba, I think we're going to see him in Bad Batch too, which I think is also interesting as to why they, why they, why, you know, they're focusing on a lot of that stuff we're getting in Bad Batch with like Omega and stuff like that.
2: I I do, too. Um, Do you think we're going to see a lot of this, uh, you know, where he goes into the back to tank and he has the dream or or we get a lot of I mean, I just feel like they set it up for this whole season that we're going to get a lot of that. A lot of that background, that history that we've been missing and asking for, you know, people that love the public Fett character. um, They're going to be looking for they want to know that we're going to see that in in these
1: in these episodes to come because I I feel like it's setting up that way yeah i think i think we're gonna get a flashback i um i think of him in the back to tanks at least maybe next episode i don't know if we'll get if we'll get a lot if we'll get a lot more than that um my guess is that in the next episode we will get boba back in the back or he's like he's coming out of the back to tank from this from this time because now we've already seen him move in with the tuscan raiders i guess or be sort of welcomed into their welcomed into their group right and then we know he's with them for a while until he runs he runs into um Cobb until he runs into Mando and Cobb Vanth but i guess the question is yeah exactly great comment here yeah now boba was, now boba was with the tusken's for 5 years because that's the inter- that's the interesting thing is he's We have five years to cover. We know he finds Finnick and saves her roughly sometime before season two of Mandalorian because, well, we know actually when he finds her because he finds her, I think it's like episode five of season one of Mandalorian, the episode where where Din Djarin, Mando, fights her. At the end of that, you hear somebody walking up uh, and you hear Boots jingle, right? The Spurs. And for the mm-hmm. for that whole year, everybody was talking, is that Boba Fett? Is that Boba Fett? And we're like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe, don't <laughs> know. And then we see him at the beginning of season two. And so it's like, okay, well, we still didn't exactly know at that time if it was Boba Fett or not until he shows up with Finnick in episode six or, yeah, episode six of Mandalorian season two. Mm-hmm. But what was he doing for five years? Is the big question because now was now it seems like he was with those Tuscan Raiders for for maybe five years.
2: It I mean, so the first season we're we're doing seven episodes. They are longer episodes, but I'm I'm really curious to see. I I have no idea. I mean, we've got some question marks you know we we know like you said we know that he's gonna run into Fennec and 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 that whole storyline but how many I mean how many storylines are we do we know of with Boba Fett we just don't know that much about him I mean maybe more is out there because I'm not a comic book reader and I know that he's heavily into the comic he's featured heavily in the comic books and so maybe that's something that you can elaborate on or people in the comments have thoughts on um, I'm just really curious to see where this season
1: and and potential future seasons go with this character. Yeah, so um he's uh in legends or extended universe as I still prefer to call it. <laughs> uh and I will say that every time because that's what I grew up with, right? So I will I'll always I'll always be it. He obviously his extended universe is like enormous and Dave Filoni and John Favreau love to pull from that. Um he actually goes on, so he same sort of thing happens a little bit. He does get out of the Sarlacc pit, hmm. post Return of the Jedi. In In Legends, he he gets out of the Sarlacc pit, and he's he just sort of goes on and continues bounty hunting. Um, he gets married, has a daughter. He and Dengar, um, like Dengar is the best man at his wedding. He runs into Bosque a few more times. It's kind of just like more of the same. Like he just goes on to continue to be Boba Fett. The, The interesting thing, though, is he at one point he starts to have sickness from the cloning and it's and he has to go get treated for it. And that's something that everyone has kind of been thinking could be the big arc especially since on the front side of this we're dealing with omega his sort of true sister which is all new right (laughs) that maybe something is going to go happen and we're seeing him in the back the tanks i mean obviously it's the sarlacc pit poisoning but it could be it could be continued on right from it could still be the cloning could be could be an issue too
2: yeah and that was an interesting point uh that i that i read out there somewhere earlier today um you know it talked about you know we see how burned he is from 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 getting out of out of the sarlacc pit um and then when we see him timeline later on in the episode of the mandalorian in the episodes of the mandalorian he's a lot more healed up right they don't right. have him quite so distorted uh so we know that he's gonna do some work in the back to tanks and that they're going to work but that's interesting now is this something that we're going to see him he's going to come out of this issue and then he's going to have to cycle back into another issue now he's going to be this i don't know if we want to call him a potential syndicate leader because they kind of set it yeah, up in this episode yeah. that he doesn't want to come across that way you know i'm going to do it with respect respect not fear and, and then other comments he makes in the episode uh but he's still gonna be a syndicate leader right uh is that gonna is that going be his big one of his big arcs and it's a great great um, point and and uh, and i think that's probably pretty concerning if he's going to be a character that fans really like you know uh, which i think people do they've made him really likable in the mandalorian and then so far in in this episode you know now we're going to worry about his health down the road or his long-term health things like that so um that's good information to have i'm glad uh, you had that (laughs) knowledge
1: base yeah yeah and so yeah, it is um yeah, the timeline is a i have a uh <laughs> comment here. I have a bad feeling about this. I wonder if the mayor slaughtered his tribes and he's just, yeah. Um maybe, right? Yeah, yeah, maybe. We're gonna we're definitely we're we're ooh, I see. Yeah, maybe he slaughtered those those tribe the the Tuscan tribes.
2: That he just yeah. That yeah, it's gonna be interesting for tra-
1: Right, it's going to be interesting to begin to see the the politics, yeah, playing with that mayor, yeah.
2: Do we know who the actor is going to be for the mayor? Have they announced it? I, I don't I don't think, think they've don't, announced a lot of information. I yet. think
1: we've seen them in, in the trailers. Right, in those in those pictures cuz he he brings somebody forward um I I always forget the name of those creatures, but where in in the trailers he brings he brings forward the the guard or whatever that they that Finnick caught, and they bring him um, to, yeah, it's like it looks like a hammerhead type thing with the head. I always I always forget the name of those things, but in one of the trailers we see Finnick bringing that guard into now Boba's palace since it's no longer Jabba's palace. And so it seems like they're going to be doing some questioning and stuff like that. And then they're going to take him to the, ma- to I think that's the mayor and sort of, that's where we're going to go in the, in the next episode. But a lot mm-hmm. of the stuff from the trailers has, have been very, very, they said it's like very early in the season. They're yeah. not showing us anything. So I think it's, it's, I think it's going to go like way, way, way bigger. And actually a lot of the stuff we've seen in the trailers, I would say about 90% of what we've seen in the trailers we saw in today's episode. Cause they said it's episode one.
2: It's. It seemed like it. The only thing that I didn't think that I saw in the episode uh, was from the trailer with Finnick. It looks like she's holding a rope that's tying Boba's hands. Mm-hmm. Uh, unless I'm mis-seeing it in the trailer, I don't think we saw that in this episode.
1: The with, with the what? Sorry, what'd you say? Yeah, the... just
2: this, this. screenshot in the trailer where Finnick is holding the rope, and then and then uh, Boba's right. bound by so i'm that's I'm not boba to see how that oh it's not okay then no it's the, it's the it's the guard it. it's the guard yeah they're
1: the bringing guard. yeah they're, okay. yeah yeah they're bringing um yeah they're bringing that guard in McClone's, <laughs> aka the Gamorians coming through yeah exactly hey the Gamorian guards came hey. in and they, nice, and they
2: and they stepped it up it was nice to see them get some respect after just being jedi fodder <laughs> you know when, right when luke's coming in and he's just like out of my way i got things to do
1: yeah um yeah i was looking so there's actually a let me save this there's supposed to be a character coming um i think this was going to be like episode two there's a lot of talk about this character who could be showing up uh and that's arden lynn um this was in like one of the one of one of the the teasers i'm gonna i'm gonna show uh quick second here of um i don't remember exactly which teaser this was in but star wars theory had it pulled up and so this is the character i guess it must have been in like the final whatever the final boba fett teaser was um and if you look at her hand here it looks like it might be a mechanical hand um and so he's saying that it's this character arden lynn who is actually a character in this old video game Star Wars Masters of Terrace Kasi, which is easily one of the worst uh games, Star Wars <laughs> games ever. I had it growing up and I've I've played it on, on the channel before. Um and so that would be interesting. And again it just shows that they're they're gonna be pulling in a lot of these a lot of these a lot of these legends um a lot of these legends characters extended universe characters as well but that's she is like on Tatooine um and she's actually she's sort of like this follow she's like a dark uh Jedi, right? Okay. Yeah. Arden Lynn from Legends is said to be Boba Fett's daughter too. And he does he does he does, he does so he, he does he has an actual daughter. Um I always forget I always forget her name, but Arden Lynn, yeah, is is set to be potentially another one
2: that's one of my favorite things when I, when I, you know, cause when the movies come out and you buy the, uh, you buy the, the edition thank that you gets Anthony, you all the, way.
1: say it again. i was say thank you to Anthony. Cause he, he, oh. he, 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 pulled it yeah. out. Yeah.
2: Um, one of my favorite things with buying these DVDs or Blu-rays now for for the star Wars movies is you get the extended sets and you get all the, all the, um, you know, the extra features and you get Dave Filoni or, or, uh, you know, all these people higher up and they're going into detail and talking about how the things that they like to to do especially with um when disney took over and they start going into you know how how they went through the process of of setting all of this up i mean now we've got a quite of an expansive group of movies and shows um they talk about you know there's so much that george lucas created and and over the decades right of, of Star Wars. There's so much out there they can pull from. They get really fired up for, um, you know, pulling some of this obscure stuff in there. And for the people, the older generations, probably, uh, you know, the hardcore Star Wars fan, that's got to fire you right up. I mean, when you see something like that, that's going to be small um, and, and it's a callback to something small from 20 years ago, 30 years ago, a book or a video game um, that hits big for those people. And I, and I think that's why Star Wars is what it is, is because of things like this. So, yeah, um, you know, seeing Arden Arden Finn like this um, or Arden Lynn, sorry, um, I'm kind of excited for for where the show's going and, and uh, Star Wars going down the, the next 10, 20 years.
1: Yeah, and we have some comments here, and I'm getting um, it pulled up. I don't think we know anything about Arden, um, Arden's, mo- Arden Lynn's mother, because she wasn't, like, a super big sort of popular character. But Boba Fett does have a daughter. Do- he gets married. And I am actually beginning to wonder. And I- Well, I don't know, because Finnick is injured. I think we may get... <laughs> boba finnick relationship i think okay. it's possible i think i i think it's possible but i don't know if she could have a kid because remember her like stomach's like all jacked up but it's star she, wars and they can clone you know and do yeah. any whatever they want right
2: she is very loyal to him they,
1: they that comes across in this episode is how loyal she is to him right so in in legends i think boba may fall for a so in legends, um Boba has a daughter uh named Island Vell. He marries uh this is the woman he marries, and her name is um Sintis Vell. Uh and but his daughter is born in 15 BBY, um, which is about five years from where we're at now. So he could potentially meet someone or maybe ish by the end of, if they want to go down that route and give Boba Fett a love interest. I, I, I kind of, I'd kind of be down for him and Finnick uh, to get to, to get together. I, uh, and I, I think it's, I think it's possible. It, it could happen. It's, I mean, it's wide
2: open where, where they can go with the show. Um, I, we don't see a lot of love interest in, in the star Wars stuff. That's on Disney plus. Um, so maybe that's something they're going to finally introduce. Right. Um, you know, all Din- the shows. Yeah. Are, go ahead. Yep. Oh, no, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Just I was just going to wrap that up, you know, with with uh, Bad Batch. We get a little bit of a hint at that, but they don't go anywhere with it. I think it's something that the fans wanted to see. Um, not sorry, not Bad Batch Rebels. We get a hint of that and, and it's something the fans want to see, but they don't really show us or they don't give us any of that plot line. We don't see anything like that in Bad Batch. It's just the the uh the clones and then and then we've got omega um i don't know if we get anything like that in clone war in the uh the clone war romance because yeah you
1: know, um so bit. obviously yeah so obi-wan has some romance with a character named satine i don't if you haven't watched clone wars you're gonna be unfamiliar I've, I've seen some right no so much. well I'll spoil it a little bit. Uh, I've read for, the book. Go ahead. Right. Okay. So right. <laughs> so you know what happens to her. Yeah. And it's like it's heartbreaking, man. Breaks because, him, yeah. well, and it's heartbreaking as a viewer. It's <laughs> most actual most love in Star Wars is heartbreaking. So yeah. So Obi Wan and Steen, and I think they actually will will support will um explore that in in the Obi Wan show. Yeah. Then obviously Anakin um padme uh happens then han and leia happen and then you get sort of Raylo in in at the end of the, at the end of the the movie in yeah in rebels um harris and dula and kane and Jarrus are have a have a love interest and again heartbreaking <laughs> like exactly. super in fact yeah. Kanan's death is one of the single most heartbreaking moments in all of Star Wars. And again, Dave yeah. Filoni, Dave Filoni wrote wrote that. I mean, it the season four of Rebels is, I mean, it is it's it's so heart, good, It is heartbreaking. Yeah. And then Ezra Bridger, um, I think they'll explore it more when Ezra finally does come back. But Ezra and Sabine Ren, mm-hmm um are yeah. i i think i think are, are they kind of hint to that a little bit
2: there. yeah
1: right in in rebels yeah they definitely hint at it so let me i'm gonna i'm gonna pull up that final that final trailer here just to yeah. see what exactly where that is the just so I can, I can pull up a shot that's not like somebody else somebody else's is it in arrival is it is it in the arrival trailer Where, where is that? Where is that shot at? Which, which trailer has that?
2: Oh, now you've made, now you've got uh, Peter questioning
1: whether, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. If it, if, if they do get together, yikes, uh, comment here. Yikes. If they, if it ends in heartbreak, are you saying Boba or Finnick won't make it in the end? I'm saying most star Wars, uh yeah most star wars unfortunately uh romances and end in heartbreak although for a very long time han solo and princess leia's was was fine even luke and mara jade and legend sort of ends ends in uh ends in heartbreak <laughs> i do hope they explore that at some point i feel like they they will i f- but we'll, i feel we'll like to see.
2: yeah i feel like luke at some point, they're going to do a lot of—I mean, maybe even multiple shows on Luke and filling in these timeline gaps. Because I mean, they've already introduced him a little bit now with Mandalorian, and I mean, that's probably the number one thing that Star Wars fans are clamoring for—is a show more Luke Skywalker. So, uh, I mean, now we're all clamoring for more Mandalorian, but uh, but I, I do think they will—they will dive right into the to the Luke storyline.
1: Okay, so here, okay, so here it is, and so we haven't seen any of this stuff yet either. So, just some of the stuff we haven't seen um, that's been in the in the trailer. We haven't seen this, so I'm guessing. I'm guessing this we saw that was in today's. This shot here of him walking in, I think, is probably from next week's episode. Um, this is the this is the trailer throne, and we know that he's going to be talking to a lot of these people. I'm guessing again, this could be next week's episode. Uh, and because we're going to be, get, start building that crime, that crime syndicate.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: We saw that. That was today. This, we haven't, we haven't seen this yet where he's talking to everyone. It's in this trailer. I found it. The shot I was looking for. This was today. That was today. We saw that a lot of that, you know, excited. It's right here. I haven't seen that. I haven't seen that. Okay, here it is. Yeah, so if you look at the hand right here, right? I mean it. It looks very much like uh, the character Arden Lynn. Spelling it right. A y r d i n. You know what? Let's just do it. Search for her. Yeah, she has a robotic arm Ardenlin A R D E N. Yeah, so she is in she's in the video game Um Star Wars Ma- Masters of Terrace Terras which is where I first ever came came across her. And again, the game uh sucks, not gonna lie. It's it's not very good, <laughs> but then she does, she she shows up at a bunch of other stuff. Um, and she's an emperor's hand, right? Which is the same thing as like Mara Jade. So these are like very, they're, they're not to be an emperor's hand you don't necessarily have to be uh force sensitive you just have to be sort of you're like the the most skilled elite um, assassin. Yeah, super yeah. super elite um elite assassin. And then ultimately she dies. She makes it to uh 10 ABY, which is like right now. That's like right where we're at. And then this and in this time this is right when Palpatine comes back. He's later, he's resurrected with the use of clones. And then she <laughs> and then he 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 kills her. And then you get on this, you get on this really sort of great book in legends and canon, which is um which is like Dark Empire, Heir to the Empire, all all of those. So we'll see. We'll we'll see. I'm guessing she's showing up next. Uh, next episode. And if she does, and if it is, if we do go down the route of it being Arden Lynn, and she potentially still worked for the emperor and a lot of this stuff, we would get to see some stuff that we've begun exploring in Mandalorian with what's going on with the empire, the remnants, right. Of, of yeah. the empire. And who here's another person.
2: Yeah. And do you think to that, to that point, do you think that it's, that there's, you know, if they're gonna tie the timeline in here with Mandalorian, is there just one person that's controlling the Empire, or are we at that point where there's multiple big time bad guys that are vying for that throne spot? And and so we've got to deal with
1: that. Right. Well, so Ahsoka, right, so Thrawn gets taken off the board in Rebels, and Ahsoka, right. we saw in Mandalorian season two, is looking for Thrawn. But we just took down because this, because we're I think we're pretty much like days after mandalorian season two remember Mm. boba flies off he he obviously has to come back to pick up to pick up uh you know finnick but we're not that far removed from mandalorian season two and moff gideon was just taken out right or he's captured he's with the new republic so there might be a power vacuum in the remnants of the empire that we could be exploring a little bit here in, in, in Boba Fett even because yeah. Boba Fett's going to be doing it from the crime side, but we may get to see, we may see some aftermath, even though I know it's, it's seems like it's going to be a self-contained Boba storyline. Oh, this is still aftermath of Mandalorian season two.
2: And, and all of the shows they've done so far have done a lot of universe building. I won't say world building because it's star Wars, but, um, I do kind of expect we're going to get a lot of, and 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 I think the stuff we're going to get in this is going to set up Mandalorian season three, yeah, or oh, or yeah. and you know and these other shows that are about to come out. Maybe we'll get something with Ahsoka. Maybe we're going to get something with, you know, um, I'm trying to think of the other big show. Uh, oh, not Obi Wan, but um, there's another big show that's coming out in the next year. Well, or two that, um, Andor, Andor is coming out, but that's Andor. That's, that's Andor that's way, before,
1: yeah. way before. Yeah, that's uh, that's andors i think is well it's before well it's it's before rebels um probably well it's it's before rogue one obviously um so and rogue one takes place immediately before episode four so andor's probably about the same time as rebels yeah and then um uh yeah so immediately before rebels (laughs) So I know the timeline that is one of the issues with Star Wars is you're like, hold on, okay, this piece here and this piece is here this piece is like Marvel is like, it's pretty much straightforward, right? Uh, where or it's like, okay, you're talking about a couple years where you place things Star Wars, it's like, talking about a span of like 90 years, and then we have whole, high Republic coming and old Republic coming and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's just, uh, it's, it's just, it's just all all over the place. I'm um,
2: <laughs> down for the old Republic when that, when that finally gets here, I'm ready. All right.
1: When the game comes. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. Uh, c- a couple comments here. Uh, perhaps Boba takes out the mayor with a rancor to make a statement. Well, he's going to have to get a new one. Right. Cause the one, cause uh, cause the other one's dead, but uh, he could get a new one. We did see everyone standing there. Right. He did. He, we did see him standing there.
2: Uh, that, so that brings me to to a line from the episode that intrigued me when Finnick Shan says, if you if you respond this way, if you would have responded, if if they would have done this to Jabba, he would have fed them to his menagerie. Right. So in my mind, I'm thinking, does he have multiple dungeons? Are there multiple monsters that he has? Right. Because all, all we know is just the one rancor that we see in in return. I don't know if in the movies we get any more information we might in, in comics or books that I'm missing out on, but I don't man. Think Menagerie so. makes me think that it it's just, a lot it, more than hit one that way. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I don't know. And then the, 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 the one scene we really see of it, right. With Bib Fortuna sitting there when Jabba walks up and kills him. It doesn't seem like there's that many people there. So, <laughs> I mean, even, even, even Boba Fett said in this episode, we really need a protocol droid. So, the only thing, I mean, the only thing Bib Fortuna looked like he was doing was just slamming food. Um, Bad Batch had had a rancor, yes, but the yeah, baby rancor, it, yeah, it's, it's the baby rancor of the rancor that died. We see in, in episode okay. in episode six, yeah. The origin story we never knew we were go- we were we were gonna get. We never
2: knew we needed. Yeah,
1: yeah. Here, here we go. Another comment here. Did it seem like the Tusking kid was the tribal leader's son sent out on a walkabout when they reach a certain age? Kind of like you know Leonidas did in the movie Three Hundred. It did actually mm-hmm. seem like that because it's like he. It did seem like it was definitely the tribal leader's son because he kept he kept looking at him and like keeping keeping uh keeping an eye on him. And I guess what was their plan? Was their plan to have them dig? Their, why would they have them dig their own graves? Why would you capture them to have them dig their own graves? That's that's really well. So I that, don't know what that, they were digging for. That's
2: that's that's one of the big questions of the episode. Is is what what first of all what did the other prisoner do? Because I think we're all curious. Um, and then, but what what were they planning to do with them? Because it seemed like they went for a long. They went on a long journey, right? Because they didn't come back the same day. Well, right. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they came back the same day. It seemed like, uh, in my mind, they didn't. But um, w- were they just out there? Did they go all that way just to dig up some, some water? I mean, it. I, I didn't see them coming back with a big bucket full of water. So I, I don't know what the purpose of that journey was. Uh, maybe I missed it. Maybe I...
1: Yeah, digging um, for those water eggs. Exactly.
2: I, I mean, water has got to be gold out there. I just... I did it seems like if that was going to be the purpose, then they would have elaborated on that, by at least showing us that that was something they brought, right. Cause they show us the entrance scene when they come back and the baby's running, he's holding the, the creature's head and he's so proud. Uh, but it, maybe it was in the background and I just missed it, but it seemed like if that was the purpose of that journey, um, or maybe we're going to get more detail on that later. Um, it just seems like it's open-ended right now. And, and um Hopefully we'll get some more detail. It's not that it's it's important to the to the story yet, but right. uh, or what we saw, but just something that's curious.
1: Yeah, I do have. I'm gonna pu- pull this up here. This is just some, some 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 gameplay footage of the game I was talking about, which is Star Wars Masters of Terras Kasi. It was a PlayStation One game, and that's where this character Arden appears. It is not very good, even by PlayStation One standards. <laughs> um, but it, I mean, it was. I had it, uh, and it was kind of fun. You you could unlock Mara Jade in it, which was. Which was cool, and I mean, at the time it was it was cool, wasn't necessarily good, uh, to 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 say the least. But I, it seems like this is she. It, I mean, it looks a lot like her, wearing red metallic mm-hmm. arm, you know, uh, you know, white pale skin and uh, long dark brown hair. Dark hair so, yeah. so it seems like we are going to be going down that route of it being Arden Lin. Um, just cool, and then we just—if is that the Legends character we're bringing in? Because that's what Dave Filoni and John Favreau love to do. Is they love to Dave Filoni? If you go back and you watch the Mandalorian season one recap, he talked about. He, like it was almost like he's the younger brother, and his older brother has all the cool toys, like Luke and Han and you know Leia <laughs> and Darth Vader and all this stuff, and he gets left with all the like misfit, you know, B level toys, and he loved to sort of play with those and, and turn that into something. And we they've already brought back so much stuff from Legends, and now we're now we're bringing this back. I mean, my question is, is is this whole is the is season one completely taking place on Tatooine? And if so, are we going to see the Boon to Eve classic? <laughs> are we are we going to have pod racing? Yeah. Yeah, Java used to have a water tax from the moisture farmers.
2: Well, that's interesting. Did Were they going right. to that farm to collect the tax? And then when they found out that they'd already well, been the, raided, they had to go
1: find some water to take home? Well, the Tuscans. The Tuscans were the ones that found him. But they just sort of wander they sort of wander the desert so it's possible they just found him at any point and yeah. we know that the tuscans we know that the tuscans will take will take people uh because they take anakin's bomb they mm-hmm. take shmi and then anakin uh you know shows shows them what's up <laughs> Yeah, that biker getting trashed that house. It looked like Uncle Owen's house. Yeah, maybe. Don't know. We don't know who's go- what's going on in that house or, did, or or what's going on there. How did you feel on the quality of, oh, of
2: I this? It was great. i really enjoyed it. Um, as far as the creatures go, it's one of the things. One of the few things that I didn't like about the prequels was the quality of the creatures right they they do the the computer
1: animation instead of cuz it was much more cg as opposed to practical
2: right and and it and i really liked the creatures in this cuz it at least looked and felt i mean i don't know if it was cuz technology is so incredible right now with doing it but it did remind me of of the originals just to see those creatures the way they came across right um, in this episode
1: yeah that's that's actually been a big sort of pl- thing that disney has focused on since they've gotten star wars and I actually think we're at this place. Like, I think we also went through this techno technolo- technology, like sort of phase, right, um, where we went from like everything having to be practical, mm-hmm. essentially, and then like we started doing CG. I remember like eight. Like, if you go back and watch like the Terminator and that, a lot of a lot of stuff from the '80s, it was like, you know, it was like the visual effects never really looked great. I mean, outside of, like, big mega movies, like Star Wars and stuff and, like, stuff like that. Then, around, like, the late 90s, early 2000s, it seemed like everything was just being CG. But I think it's harder to do. Well, for starters, it's expensive. To build these props and make all this stuff, it's really expensive. And then to try and fit it in with a green screen, like, green screen. To do stuff on green screen, you have to, like... they uh, they explained it in episode in season one, the Mandalorian recap or whatever. They explained it behind the scenes of it where now they have this new thing and um, the or whatever it's called the volume. I think it is the set they use where it's, they use like AI, they, you know, they, they use AI and, and, and VR and they can like maneuver the set around to be like, however (laughs) they want and all of this stuff. But I think we're at this point now where it's actually easier to do practical effects and also with 3D printing and everything, it's actually cheap. It's a lot probably cheaper to do practical effects and have it look good. And then you can go in with the CGI and everything because now the computer graphics compared to where they were 20 years ago are right. way, 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 way better. And remember that when you watch four, five, and six now, those have been digitally enhanced, digitally right. enhanced, digitally enhanced. Um, Like who knows how many times they've been, they've been <laughs> altered. Lucas edited it multiple times. Disney's edited it. I mean, they've been, they've just been edited so, so many times that even what we're seeing now of those originals have been upscaled and cut and everything. I mean, if you can ever find a, a, an original copy of the original <laughs> star Wars, uh, yeah. I recommend the Laserdisc version, which is, which is actually like hard to come by, but it is the best quality of the original cut that exists.
2: Man, laser discs haven't heard that in a long time. <laughs> I had a friend, I had a friend that had them, and I didn't know what it was. Right when I'm in high school, and I'm, I'm like, oh, this is cool. It's a record. And He's like, no.
1: Oh no, man. <laughs> yeah. So there is. If you ever want to see, if you ever want to see Star Wars, and it's it's, uh, yes, right here. Yeah. Uh, Rural farm boy back here next Wednesday for chapter two. Absolutely. And Ezra gets back from vacation and we'll be going hardcore crazy um, on Star Wars here. So um, let me pull this up over here on on eBay. So yeah, if you ever get an opportunity, (laughs) I'm telling you, it's worth it. This is what you're looking for. You're looking for Star Wars on Laserdisc. This one right here. The Definitive Collective Edition, 1993. Okay. It is the highest quality, except for somebody out there who's, like, got a digital copy of the, you know, and has has it hidden somewhere, like a 4K version that they've done themselves. But uh, this right here, the Star Wars Trilogy uh, Laserdisc volume set is... It, it's the original trilogy before it was altered it just said it doesn't say episodes four five and six jabba looks you know totally different the, you know han shoots first all of that stuff <laughs> is in its absolute original format uh what what's the song at the end when the, it's not the it's not the the victory celebration that they w- later went back and changed it's um, I always I always forget nub nub or whatever it, it is. Oh yeah. I always forget that yeah, I always forget the name yeah. of that song is. But yeah, so this is what you want. You do need a laser disc to play it, and it's obviously you know, laser discs are like they're like records. They look like it's a CD, but it looks like a record. Yep. So yeah. Go ahead, Ryan. You're gonna say
2: something. Yeah, I was I was gonna shift gears. Um, <sighs> no, that's fine. I'm really curious what they're gonna do with this mayor. So that whole scene. And actually, the guy that comes in there with the tribute before him, uh, with is it a transdoj transdoge?
1: transdojen? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Thank you. Um, I can't speak words today. Um, is he carrying a Wookie pelt? It looked small, yeah. but it looked like a Wookie. I mean, it might but, be. Uh, so that that concerned me, and and uh, it it didn't look as big as what a Wookie would be, but. I'm really curious to see where they're going to go with this mayor. Are they setting this mayor up to be the villain? Is this who hired the assassins? Um, you know, or they have are they,
1: it, are they or, working for somebody else,
2: right? Or 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 are we is this another syndicate that that's trying to come in this turf and and get rid of Boba Fett before he takes hold? Um, lots of questions now i I'm excited to see where they go with the storyline but I am very intrigued by this mayor because it certainly doesn't sound like he's going to be a friend
1: no yeah and I everyone's everyone's pointing to this this character right here who we've seen who we've seen in the trailers right um yeah and I think that I think the whole thing they're setting up here is ultimately, Boba Fett's going to be taking over the crime syndicates, I think, and rebuilding them, and then eventually he will use them. Uh I do too. Yeah, I, a comment here. I was thinking the mayor's right-hand man is setting up his boss is setting up okay. his boss. Oh, Interesting. could be. Ultimately what I think is happening here is I think the big sort of Thanos that we're building is going to be Grand Admiral Thrawn that they talked about we know we can't take out the first order or any of that stuff that comes way later. So I think it's gonna be Thrawn coming back in, pulling the the remnants of the Empire under his control. And that's gonna be the big sort of sort of sort of showdown is, is gonna be is going to be Thrawn. Um then I think what it's gonna end up being is it's gonna be like a massive thing. You have Din Djarin building up Mandalore. You have Boba building up. You have you have Boba building up the crime syndicates because the crime syndicates all get sort of pulled together, Crimson Dawn, by Maul. Maul takes them all over. And right. right now, you know, after Maul's death and sort of he just sort of abandons it, we still don't really know exactly how that all unfolds, if he just sort of walks away or, or whatever. But in between Solo and his death in Rebels, seems like there's quite a bit of story that we're going to get told at some point because in in Solo, we see Maul, he's talking to Kira, he's got everything under control. We know he dies in Rebels, and when we see him in Rebels, he's, he's either gone completely crazy over <laughs> wanting to kill Obi-Wan, I mean, he's like yeah. the band of the Darksaber, all of this stuff, and there's there's stuff in there and now we're starting to get some of it i think is going to be revealed in this star wars crimson rain comic the new one that came out with okay. kira in it and in that she's talking to a lot of uh i'll actually see if i can pull that up she's talking to a lot of these these members these these other groups like one of them is is um uh Got one of them is what, what are they the black sun, this this character Prince Prince uh, she's or is... or who they who they who they just who they just brought back and he's actually a character in my favorite my absolute favorite Star Wars arc which is Star Wars it's Legends Star Wars Shadows of the Empire it takes place mm-hmm. in between five and six and has this character Dash Rendar in it who was recently made canon in in Solo he was he was brought back. So we're going to see what's going on with that syndicate as well and a lot of these other ones and I think that Boba's going to have to take them all over.
2: Yeah, I was going to ask about the Black Sun cuz you guys did that um did that video a week or two ago about that group and I was curious if they were going to fall into this season, in this uh, show
1: at all. Yeah, so so some of the the crime syndicates you have you have the Pikes who um, you see the end of Clone Wars season seven. You have uh the Transdottians. That's like Sid is kind of imp- right. We see Sid in Bad Batch, and we've seen a lot of them in these trailers. You've got the Huts. We don't really know how many of those are left because Jabba's gone. And then you have the Black Sun is another big one, and it seems like we're we're gearing up for. Um. We're, we're we're we we might we might see them we haven't seen any um we haven't we haven't seen any live action black sun i forget the name of the race but i don't think we've ever seen any oh i got it up right here crimson rain issue one let Leaders. Me, so let me get this pulled up here so crimson rain episode uh one, I it. So this is sort of this is the this is that newer Star Wars comic. So here is and uh, um Kira, and she's talking to all kinds of people. Um, you have the archivist. You have this assassin named Deathstick. Uh, you have Ochi. <laughs> the Knights of Ren are here, right? I mean, they all play a bigger part way later. I mean, Ochi's the guy who's got the dagger. Um, you know here's kira saying you know they're an ancient order masters of the dark side of the force i learned about them from the one who ruled crimson dawn before me his name was maul for a time he was one of them darth maul apprentice the only sith order uh the galaxy you know there are only ever two yeah so we get a little backstory on maul and ultimately it seems like they're trying to sort of come together this should be the power structure of the power in the galaxy, an endless mountain range, many peaks and none dramatically higher than other. The people who live on them free to climb as high as they can and those centers of power uh, contending and compromising with others. But the galaxy is not like this under the Sith. It's a pyramid. Everyone climbing to the same place, pushing others down so they can ascend. So, I mean, they're trying to take on, you know, the, uh, the Empire. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, are they the falline? Yeah.
2: Okay. Yeah. The species. There it is. And they're on Mustafar. Okay.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it seems like that's where we're, so it seems like right now, this is the comic that uh, art that's going on the black sun. Here they are. Right. Um, and I think we could see them. We could see them in this. Uh, in, in, in this season in fact we might actually see one I'm trying to remember if we if we have or not but it seems like that's what boba's going to be doing is he's going to be uniting here's a pike right he's going to be uniting all of these things and then at the same time on the other side in the comics this is the this is the big comic arc they've been building up is this sort of um it, it, the crimson rain and that's that's the route we're going to be going right is is built it's all it's all about the crime syndicates right now
2: so maybe trying to reunite the or redo the shadow collective is that what they is that what they call the under mall
1: right the crimson dawn was on was yeah his the shadow collective too yeah yeah yep. interesting and so yeah then, then they, they go to war um let me see where where does this end i'm trying to remember yeah, and then we, we're gonna meet a lot of assassins, right? In in the in the next in episode in, in episode book comic book two.
2: Did you catch that we caught uh that we saw uh what the Republican credits actually look like with some of those coins inside his helmet? Yeah, that, yeah.
1: Was, really that cool. was that was a cool scene too, where he gets he, he goes into that little you know cantina. and by the way, they played the cantina theme. Yeah, they played the cantina theme. it was like this cool sort of like flamenco version. It was so cool.
2: Yeah, you got me fired up with that this morning when I when I got get up um, with, uh, with that. I I was gonna watch the episode this morning and then I, I had a few things I had to get going. so I watched it in the afternoon. Um, so not a lot of time to to research some of the stuff before we jumped on here. Uh, something else I looked at when he's, um, when they're, uh, when they pull the trap out in the street and there's the, uh, assassins have both the shield and then those laser, um, I don't want to call them swords, but, uh, staffs or, or however you want to, uh, refer to it. Did it look like the same kind of weapon that general Grievous uses in episode two, right? When he's spinning, you know his arms are spinning. He's got the four four weapons going. Well, it he just has, kind of he
1: has. Well, he has four lightsabers,
2: but maybe not in the scene when he's fighting. Um, when he's fighting uh, Obi Wan, well, they, but they, they, have a lot of,
1: they have shock sticks. Yeah, he actually. I'm trying to remember. He might pick one up. I it at, just at one point.
2: It, it in my mind, it, it felt like maybe that was something that general Reeve, And I didn't. I didn't go to look. Um, I was just curious if that was maybe a callback or a nod to to that from General Grievous, because I know Um, when he's fighting
1: Obi-Wan. Yeah. Yeah. Electro staffs. A lot of people, a lot of people. Obi-Wan fights droids. There are droids that have it. Okay, I don't think that Grievous. I don't I can't remember if Grievous picks one up or not, but there are certainly
2: maybe when they're fighting in the ship. It just I'd, I'd have to go look. It's just something that would popped in my mind before they crash the ship
1: yeah i'll have to look it up um it's i think i think what you're what you're thinking of is right here let me pull this up um there's the yeah the guards right here oh sorry yeah i but i i i don't i don't i can't remember if revis picks one up or not i don't think he does but obi-wan definitely fights those two guys while they're you think they're the
2: same weapon kind of looks like a different color but
1: yeah maybe yeah, and it's oh. also, it's also, a, it's also, a, like, 40 years, no, like, yeah, like, 40 years later, so, um, well, third, I guess, 30 years later, so,
0: yeah.
1: yeah, but it was cool, I definitely thought it was cool, I thought the shields they were using um, were cool with the, with the red, and it seems like we're going to be, we're going to be dealing with them a lot more, so, with the um, shields, okay. sorry, no, go ahead, yeah, uh, no, go ahead,
2: sh- yeah, lastly, with the shields, I did see someone post something about, it reminded of from um the first prequel where in in Qui-Gon's death scene where they get trapped uh, Qui- uh Obi-Wan oh, gets yeah. trapped outside the fight and he can't get through the red shields um uh, and that's I mean we're talking the same planet now no not
1: so uh, that's no it's no yeah it's they're on Naboo when that when that okay. takes place yeah yeah but they okay. do spend most that of the yeah, episode one. Yeah, yeah yeah um Okay, well, I thought uh, just one one kind of final thing here. I'd pull up for people. Um, This is, I guess, if you're looking for a a place to dive into, right, to perhaps uh, before as we as we get going here, especially now that we're going to be focusing on Boba Fett's backstory and stuff like that. um, There's a there's a comic which is not necessarily canon, but they've definitely been pulling from it. In fact, when when Boba talks about how he got the chain code from his father somebody broke down because you know people can actually read like mandalorian and stuff because it's you know crazy um <laughs> you know it's like people people can actually like you know whatever um you see uh this guy's name on it and um this is uh it's where Django fett gets sort of taken as a foundling and and brought in brought into the the mandalorians and here this is it's also the story of when dooku decides to take he decides to use Django fett as the one of who he wants the clones to be so the comic arc is called Django fett open Seasons. It's really sweet um and i'll just kind of uh, show you a little bit of of this of, of, of this comic um you know Django fett the last of the mandalorians the sole survivor of the jedi raid on um guard on guard guard ran um he's the perfect soldier in every way and then you get like his backstory and all of this stuff and it's super cool yeah jaster muriel is who uh is, is was sort of like his his trainer uh and mentor and uh that's where he gets his armor from and then Django gets uh his armor so it's it's definitely it's a super super cool comics uh book and i think they're going to be pulling i think they are already pulling from it and i think they will be pulling more from it both in sort of how to become a mandalorian uh and as well as some of Django and uh jango's backstory which i think will actually get maybe some 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 exploration on a little bit like boba may talk about his dad uh you know, a couple lines here and there, and then we could, we could get on this too. So anyway, so I thought that'd be kind of a cool thing. So check that out. Cause I think people would like it. Um, and I think that's probably a decent place to end today, but overall, I mean, Ryan, what do you think of the episode, man? What, give it a, give it a rating. Uh, I'm sitting somewhere in the seven to eight range because
2: it gave us a really intriguing opening. It gave us answers to questions that we've been looking for right? How does he get out of the Sarlacc pit? They did it really well. It was entertaining. And uh, I mean, him crawling out of the sand like that was just incredible. And it's right at the beginning of the episode. So it gets you fired up. Uh, it gives us a little bit of intrigue, right? Where are we going with this season? Who's going to be, you know, who, who's out there that's after him? Uh, you know, what, what role is the mayor going to play? They set him up and now we've got assassins out there. Um, hitting them, we had a lot of action. The the scene where Fennec is climbing the climbing the building and chasing those two assassins down was just parkour awesome. Uh, they did a really good job. It, it covered a lot of territory, um, and I did like the way they were they they jumped uh, timelines right where they show a little bit of his backstory and how he right. gets up to. So they did a really good job with it, and I think they've got a They have a lot of different places they can go. They haven't just said, you you know, some some shows will come out and they they'll give you the guideline for the season in episode one. And right now they've left a lot of that to a mystery
1: for us with this. So
2: um, I'm in. I'm excited. I can't wait. It was so good. The sand sticking to them.
1: Yeah. Yeah. For me, for me, that's that that's going to be the highlight of the episode, too, just because. It's something that we've all envisioned for so long, right? Like the idea of Boba Fett in that Sarlacc pit, how does he get out? Um, and I, again, you see him use his flamethrower. So maybe it just <laughs> spits him out, I guess, right? Or, or maybe he climbed, maybe he is a little bit of his jetpack. Um, we see yeah. him come through the sand here on the other side. He doesn't come through the mouth, right? Uh, so he must just blast his way through and then climb, come up through the sand. But it was, it was for me that, even though it was like the small thing right at the beginning, it was, it was my it was my favorite part of the whole of the whole episode just because it's it's something that I've you know thought about literally since I was a kid right. knowing that Boba Fett survived and got out of the Sarlacc pit so even just to see that for what it was even for such a small scene just to finally get that scene mm-hmm. uh, was so cool and I'm right there with you I'm I'm pumped I'm pumped for where we're going uh with the rest of the season i think it's i think it's gonna be awesome
2: you know and and a nice thing that they did with that is for how victorious you feel in that moment and it is right at the beginning of the episode as soon as he crawls out i mean he's he's doomed he's got no energy right. he's got no strength and they're the jawas are just like um thank you and they you know they just come in there and they they beat him down and they take his stuff and they just leave him there and and it folds right into the into the storyline of the episode it was
1: really well done i was really fired up with it yeah, it was awesome. Absolutely. Awesome. All right. Hey, Ryan, thanks for coming on, man. Filling in for Ez. I appreciate it. Uh, it was super, super fun. We'll definitely have you back on uh, soon. Maybe next week as well. When uh, when we're back, cover an episode two of the, the season one of the book of Boba Fett, or maybe the only season we don't know, but um, as always guys, thank you guys for watching. Be sure to hit that like button, that subscribe button. If you haven't already done so, we will be back same time, same place next week, as well as more content when as gets back from vacation, which I think is maybe Monday or Tuesday. So we'll be back hammering stuff out. And as always guys, remember that traveling through hyperspace ain't like just